Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Thursday of the third week in Ordinary Time. Today also, though, is the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul, Apostle. And so today, instead of reading from the Gospel account, I'm going to read uh, one of the options for the first reading, which is actually the Conversion of St. Paul. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Saul, still breathing murderous threats against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, that if he should find any men or women who belonged to the way, he might bring them back to Jerusalem in chains. On his journey, as he was nearing Damascus, a light from the sky suddenly flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? He said, Who are you, sir? The reply came, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, for they heard the voice, but could see no one. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. For three days he was unable to see, and he neither ate nor drank. There was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, he answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight, and ask at the house of Judas for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is there praying. And in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him, that he might regain his sight. But Ananias replied, Lord, I have heard from many sources about this man, what evil things he has done to your holy ones in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to imprison all who call upon your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before Gentiles, kings, and Israelites. And I will show him what he will have to suffer for my name. So Ananias went and entered the house. Laying his hands on him, he said, Saul, my brother, the Lord has sent me. Jesus, who appeared to you on the way by which you came, that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, things like scales fell from his eyes and he regained his sight. He got up and was baptized. And when he had eaten, he recovered his strength. He stayed some days with the disciples in Damascus, and he began at once to proclaim Jesus in the synagogues, that he is the Son of God. <clears throat> the Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Every time I read this passage, I again am astounded at the, the nature of Paul now and or exactly back then, Saul's conversion. That he who 
was breathing murderous threats, as it says at the beginning of uh, this epistle, uh, this letter, the Acts of the Apostles, breathing murderous threats against the disciples. And so Paul had a hatred for Christianity. He was a zealous Jew. He wanted to eradicate what was called back then, not Christianity, but the way, following the, the words that they had heard Jesus say, I am the way, the truth, and the life, that they were followers of the way. So he wanted to destroy the church. He wanted to uh, persecute them at all costs. So he was on his way with official authorization to Damascus to begin a persecution in places outside of Jerusalem, outside of Judea. So he was going way up into Damascus and Syria where Christians were fleeing, part of what they call the diaspora, the dispersion, when this great persecution began to take place. And, of course, on his way, he has this amazing encounter, an encounter with Jesus Christ himself. And isn't it interesting what Jesus asked him? He said, why are you persecuting me? That in persecuting the church, that we are so identified with Jesus that he sees himself also as being persecuted when the church is being persecuted. And so it is from this miraculous encounter. And can you imagine being blind for those three days and uh, just praying and, and just asking the Lord, what is going on? What and and in the there in the midst of your blindness to be given a vision of somebody coming to heal you, and then he comes. There are so many amazing things that happen here, and of course, if Jesus uh, had come and intervened, and Saul had said no, that the persecution was going to continue. How different our church history would be, but. True to his interior nature, Saul responded to the call of God that was placed in him. And just like Mary, who in her uh, state of wonder said yes, that Paul, again, in his state of wonder and confusion, said yes. And uh, it was at that time, of course, that Ananias brought about this amazing healing But with that healing, there was a confirmation to Paul, would be his later name, to Paul that he had a special place and a special mission in the church. And of course, after he uh, had his uh, blindness removed when the scales fell from his eyes, he received baptism. And again, Uh, In his baptism, that old life was removed, and he was restored to a new life in Christ. And then he began again boldly to proclaim that Jesus is Lord. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, I know that in our day and age that we are constantly looking for new Pauls that might stand as former opponents 
enemies of the church, but raised up by Christ to be proponents, new advocates, and surprising voices uh, for the church in our time as well. I think back to my younger days as a Christian, and uh, again, there were many ways. The one uh, was a political operative by the name of Charles Colson, who, when he was in prison, was marvelously converted and since has made radical changes in so many people's lives through the ministry that he had offered, uh, which became, uh, became prison fellowship. And so uh, Chuck Colson, of course, is one among many. Uh, there are many people who over the years uh, who have been standing either against the church or, you know, at least uh, not necessarily uh, evil persecutors, but uh, hinderers of the way of the church that Christ has gotten a hold of. May that continue to happen today in our midst, that we might find those who were opponents to Christ now serving him with great vigor. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.